You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the HBO original series, Watchmen. I'm JD. I'm Jason. I'm drunk. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's talk about a god <laughs> walks into a bar. All right, so this episode, we talked a little bit before we went on air about how we were going to record this, and this is the consensus we came up with. There's no real way to tell a story because it was Dr. Manhattan is everywhere and in every time all at once. Yeah. And so the the way that the, the, the episode flowed was amazing, but it was really trippy and it's really hard to kind of do it justice with a podcast trying to go chronologically and you don't need us to go shot for shot because that's not what we do on this show. No. So we're just going to kind of talk about the episode as a whole. And I mean, there's, there's big high points that you need to hit for sure. Like the ending, but Oh yeah. As a whole, we're just kind of talk about the themes and the, the, what kind of happened and where, where we're feeling on it because there's only one episode left. Time and space didn't matter to them, so why in the hell would it matter to us? Right. Agreed. So, let's start... Well, I'm going to start with a question. Okay. Go on. Why did Dr. Manhattan run into Angela? What was it about Angela? And I know we find out why when he fell in love with her, uh-huh. but why sure. Angela? Like, is it... Be- because he says, I know everything that's going to happen, and I understand that what's going to be happening in 10 years from now in our tragic end... But was that written in stone? Like, is that absolutely the way that it had to happen? Or if he'd picked someone else, would it have been different? That's kind of my question. Are we too drunk for that question? No. Well, no. I mean, he would be the determining factor no matter what. So. Well, is he? Or that's that's kind of my question. Or is his path already predetermined and he can just see it? I think it's more that. I think it's more he can see what's going to happen to it. So, so it seems like his experience his of time path. is relevant and relative to him specifically. Right. And I think there is a right. certain amount of fate involved, if you will, for yeah. lack of a better word. And it's, it's inevitable. Inevitable. And you can't change it. Okay. So it was going to be Angela. Now I don't, and I think that, and I think that goes to it, it shows that he is not omniscient, not infallible, not all those things, not a god. Or does it lead to the fact that he doesn't care about what the outcome is, even though he knows what it's going to be? Like he maybe he could do something to change it, but the fact that he saw his fate already, he's like, eh, it doesn't matter. That's the way it's going to be. And there's nothing I'm going to do to change it, even though he could. Hmm. Well, it's like, go ahead, Jason. So I'm with you whenever it's, um, he knows his story. So like everything that he knows, the future, the past, the present is all things that he is directly related to. And Hmm. so I don't know if your whole life is predicting your next move. Um, do you have free will or do you feel like everything 
that you are doing is predetermined and you can't find mm-hmm. a way around it. And, right. and maybe that's, maybe that's it. Maybe that was like the choice he made was to go with Angela. And even though he could have technically chosen someone else, yeah. that was still the choice he felt like he, he had to make because that was what his future self was living out. Is it's, it's Weird, yeah, man. and it's got to be hard for Doctor Manhattan though, knowing that he's living all of his timeline at once. Yeah, and but I think that let's was talk about terrible. The, oh my gosh, these ten years though that he has with Angela after Adrian put the device in his head, he was super excited about that. He's like, I have no idea what's going to happen, and yeah. you could tell just by the look on his face and the tone of his voice. He's like, right. and I really, really can't wait to find out what's going to happen. Yeah. This is amazing. Like, sure. good for him for wanting to. And maybe that's the whole reason that he did something with Angela. To have some Angela mystery. In the first, yeah, mm-hmm. to have some mystery in his life and to live like a normal life with a woman that he loves and right. just be Cal instead of Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Because there's got to be a lot of pressure with being Dr. Manhattan. I can't imagine. Oh, sure. Can't imagine. What well, a little bit like. of that is explained with, you know, him in Vietnam and stuff yeah. and, uh, Trying to be who I guess the government wanted him to be, right? And but I, I love some of the weapon. points. Some of the points that he brought up, though, he's like, I knew when Angela was like, "You did it anyway, even though you knew you were gonna regret it." And he's like, "Sure, don't you do things all the time? You know you were gonna regret yeah. later." Yeah, and you're like, you know what? Damn uh, it, I've done that. I sure do. Early all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> As soon as I do it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to regret that immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yeah. So let's talk about Dr. Manhattan and who he was and his interactions and things like that. So he's, try- he's trying to have a normal relationship with Angela while at the same time talking to Adrian Vite, while at the same time being torn apart constantly and rebuilding his body. Like, how did you feel the performance that was given by that actor? Oh, that was great. Okay. I think across oh, the, yeah. I mean, and we kind of talked about this before we started recording the, across the board, the performances are so good, but this cat in particular, I mean, he's, cause when he delves into each thing, okay, right now I'm yada, yada, yada. And you believe him. Yeah. Each time he says right. something, you know, each time he goes into this, you believe what he's saying. Yeah. And you buy, I, I bought into it with each scenario that he posited. Hey, right now I'm this, right now I'm getting torn apart. Mm-hmm. He's like, so yeah, I live this all the time. Yeah, it was 30 years yeah. ago, but for me it's right now. I mean, I I bought it. Yeah. I believed him. And as an actor, he did his job right there. Definitely. But I mean, it just to the nth degree, if you will. Yeah. Hey, see what it did there. I see what you mm, did there. Yeah. Wow. Deep cut. And what about the scene with Angela af- after he took after they took the thing out ten years in the future? Angela talking to Doctor Manhattan while Doctor Manhattan is talking to Angela's granddad, and she is like, "Ask him why he thinks Judd is in Cyclops and why does he have a robe." Oh, that sure. was great. Yeah, robe hanging so in. Because he's in the past talking to him. Right? So now we've got a chicken and egg scenario happening. Right. And that was a that was just a mind screw right yeah, there. It was. Yeah. What were we gonna say, Jason? Yeah, no, it is it is tricky because it it lays out scenarios for the entire show so far. 
um, <clears throat> of like what, um, like what is planned out, what is uh, not seen, you know, especially since he had this time where he was uh, not everywhere. He wasn't mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan. Um, and like he, he didn't have the memories that like he could see in the past and now in the future. So, uh, there's a lot of stuff that happens in between and like Will and Angela was <laughs> still in the grand scheme of the series, kind of a small part because there's a right. lot more going on. And right. even, you know, even having him show up wasn't the answer to everything, which was like not surprising, but also, uh, there's mystery for him, which is, mm-hmm. um, probably exactly why he felt like he needed to get straight to work and apparently start walking on a pool. Yeah. So, See, yeah. cause that's what helps him think. <laughs> right. That's what helps him think. Well, you know, the water on your toes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. calms your nerves. And so he also created Europa, which is where uh, Ozymandias is. And exactly. then he put Ozymandias in charge for some reason. And this makes me think that there's definitely an ulterior motive here at play for Ozymandias. Mm-hmm. Because the, the scenes that they had together, it's two of the greatest minds in history. Yeah. You know, probably the greatest right. with Dr. Manhattan. Maybe not like the most intelligent, but like able to comprehend the most and able to view the world in a totally different way. And then Ozymandias, who is probably the most intelligent person in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. The two of them interacting with each other. And it, it was Jeremy Irons, man. It's just he, so good. He's yeah. convinced me that he's Incredible. insane because yeah. he just seems like a nut job. Mm-hmm. And so, but I mean, yeah. them talking about. Uh, the nuclear weapons and how it makes them feel safe and them yeah. talking about, you know, Adrian Veidt wanting his utopia, you know, I, I this utopia that I've worked to build, <laughs> am I ever going to live to see it? Dr. Manhattan? No, not here, but I've built it for you. Mm. Would you like me to send you there? I yes. also like that. He yes, like desperately wanted recognition for, um, saving people and for yeah. being a hero like like clearly the thought of him killing a lot of people has eaten him up inside sure. whenever his goal and his mission was to save so many people and he did that mm-hmm. um but that easily gets overlooked and so the idea of being in this like perfect place this utopia where where he was praised constantly and, yeah. um, yeah, so that, that was interesting seeing that, like that conversation between them two and like how desperately he wanted recognition to be a hero or to be praised. Yeah. And then when he's after his trial and they're smashing tomatoes on his head and things like that, mm-hmm. it's kind of seems like he's over it, you know, like, and that, that was Dr. Manhattan's problem with the place as well. Like I've created these beings that worship me. Like I'm a god, sure. but they that's just what they're kind of created to do. It's not like I had to earn anything. It's not like yeah. I had to do anything to get their love, and it's just unfulfilling. Mm. And I think Adrian Veidt is starting to see that as well, because he's, maybe at the beginning he was super into it, but now he's mm. jaded. And yeah. he's like, this is not, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I had in mind when 
I use the word utopia. Yeah. It's a prison of his own, not of his own making per se, but Mm -hmm. of his own desire. Like he wanted this and, and it became a prison for him. So yeah, it's, it's like a really, uh, kind of a not so, not so subtle, uh, not to, hey, just because you get what you want doesn't mean you're going to be totally fulfilled. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be some some emptiness there. Well, and you think about it, like the dreams that you had as a kid, probably now are not the same dreams that you would have. Like, if some of those dreams that you had as a kid came true, you'd be super unfulfilled. I would think. Sure. Like, oh, I really wanted to be a cowboy. God, that would be awful to be a cowboy <laughs> right now. This is the height of luxury. Yeah. <laughs> I no. <laughs> got to go do roundup. Sorry, I can't do anything else. I look at a cowboy's life and I, I hate it. I don't want it. <laughs> I like to watch movies about it, but I wouldn't want to sure. be one at all. Like a rodeo sure. guy. Oh my god, Makes that's a got, hard life, man. Like, them George Strait songs, man. Them Corb Lund songs yeah. too, man. He, oof. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't think trage, I live life with that many dogs running away and dying. <laughs> Or uh, yeah. that many women leaving me. Exactly. It's all right, baby. If I hurry, Every I can still song. make Cheyenne. <laughs> I could still make Cheyenne. So, See, you know country music. I know good Uh-oh. country music, which is none. Yikes. So I know no country music. Okay. Shots fired. Okay. Square one. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Let's talk about the end. Okay. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like we're kind of rushing through this, but there's really not much to say. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to... I mean, we could either deep dive and go after this for three hours or... Which we can. I want to... Could, but we should, that's not what we do I here. do want to talk about this moment at the end. Okay. With Angela saying, no, Dr. Manhattan basically says, there's nothing I can do. The 7th Cavalry is outside. They've got their Tachyon mm-hmm. cannons. They're going to capture me and destroy me. And uh, there's nothing we can do about it, so I'm going to make some waffles. Right. You know, why not make waffles? I'm making waffles. waffles. Which is hilarious because he could just have Create, the waffles appear. Yeah, he could just, yeah. Right. But he's going through the motion of making he's the waffles. He's like, oh, so there's, damn, there's I don't some, have eggs. There's got to be some I subtext ju- there that I'm I just not made up on. an egg earlier. I just I created an egg in my hand. And then what does, yeah, and there's this whole chicken and egg thing. Yeah. And then what does Angela do with the eggs? Cracks the egg, breaks them. Yeah. Which she had what? done at the start of their relationship, too. Well, he cracked the egg at the beginning. But she makes a point um, 10 years, 15, whatever years ago, like, so 10 years and then our relationship ends in tragedy. Um, don't, I'm not interested. And Dr. Manhattan, again, points the obvious truth that nobody ever thinks about. Don't all relationships end in tragedy? Yeah, by definition, yeah. they all do. Because when a relationship, like, some relationships for them to end, you know, either fight, divorce, death. death. Yeah, that's tragedy. Yeah, there's, sure. There's no easy way out. There's no, I mean, unless you both die together holding hands in your sleep. Sure. But then it's tragic for other people. Or, and then it's tragic for other people, yeah. 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 So he's resigned to his fate, and Angela's like, mm, hell no. There's something I can do. I'm going to go out here and kill all these racist 7th Calvary dudes. And then from that point on, we'll be fine. Let's just make this happen. So let's so, just point out that she was doing a damn good job killing all of them. Dude, she, she was legit. She was wrecking shop out there. I mean, especially with them having ARs and rifles and her just having a silenced pistol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like popping fools. Yeah. 
Left and then right. when easy. she gets cornered, Dr. Manhattan shows up and just starts melting people. Starts oh, popping man. heads. That was awesome. He just Rorschachs those dudes. Just pop, pop, that was pop, an, pop, pop. That was an incredible scene. It was. Really intense, really emotional with how it ended. And yeah, that well, was, I mean, he's stopping was, bullets with his hands and melting people. And then yeah. at the end, Angela's like, You were wrong. We won. No. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. One guy lived and shoots the cannon and gets him, and they've captured him. Uh-oh. Which was, it was. You were like, what? No. Because you never think that Dr. Manhattan, anything bad's going to happen to him, especially Ozymandias tried to dis- destroy him, too, and he just came right back. Yeah. So Which what is, is it? It's interesting. That's an interesting thought. So... Even just to go back to the scene where she said, you were wrong, and he said, no, I wasn't, he knew that guy was going to get back on the gun. Yep. And he could have done something right he then. He could have stopped him. And Easily he could have done something. He could something. have stopped the gun. He could have uh, dematerialized the truck, and it would have fallen on the ground. Like, There's any like infinite number of possibilities. He could have teleported could have away. that situation. Instantly. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, so... That lets me know that there's some point to this. There's what a greater story the, at play. The deeper, right. the deeper play, you know. Yeah, but what so. what could it be like? I'm I'm interested to see. Like we only have one episode left this season, so I hope that they wrap it up somewhat because they sure. weren't confirmed to season two. So you'd like to think that they're going to put a nice little bow on the end of the story. You'd like to think that, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, it might end with the Seventh Cavalry or them having having their own blue man. Oh, I hope not. God, can you Which imagine that kind of power? That's Ooh, a, you know that's, that's a tricky thing with having a story like this, where you have one character who is all powerful. Yeah, there had to have been the issue with you know anything involving Superman. That's why they have Kryptonite. But it's like, yeah. and, you know, really, there is no Kryptonite. To Doctor Manhattan, do you think uh, his weakness is love? Like maybe, but also, like I feel like even that is calculated. And and I'm yet to be like, yeah, I'm yet to see like that that isn't the case. You like know, you think he fell in love with Angela and went to live life with her for ten years for on purpose? Like he chose like to. Maybe there was reason her. Yeah, or maybe not, and maybe not. Maybe it was just it was somehow I think, love. Yeah, know? I think love is his wild card. Sure, that's maybe. the thing that he can't control. Well, I mean, or maybe and he that would be understand. cool. That would be a good, you know, his kryptonite. Every hero like that needs something. Yeah, right. Because he even talked no about story. he talked about the first time he saw love with those two people who he then created later on Europa copies of. Like them, what they yeah. were doing, I didn't understand it, but I could tell that they were really enjoying it, and that's when I experienced love for the first time. Sure. So maybe that's what this is about. If this is this just a love story? Oh, it's Don't, beautiful. Doesn't it make you feel bad for that one lady? <laughs> Gene right? Smart, Gene yeah, Smart's character who just is still in love with Doctor Manhattan, and he's he's moved on to Angela. Right. Well, maybe not a love story, but perhaps a thesis. A dissertation do you on, think on the Dr. subject Manhattan of love. Could love them both at the same time. He, well, he he is actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he the way he experiences right time, he, he he is exactly. 
Man. Always. I can't oh, imagine man, that's that. Deep. That's too much work. That's too many go. lovers. Too many lovers. Yeah. <laughs> he only that's, had a couple. That's too much. He only had a couple. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the post credit scene. Yes, please. So the game warden gives Adrian another anniversary cake. And so what is it the anniversary of? How long has he been there? All these questions arise from this. But come to find out, the game warden is the original creation from Dr. Manhattan. He's like, I was there when life was breathed into me. I was there when the creation happened. You know, this is a big deal to me. And you just, you don't seem to understand that. And you don't seem to care. You just kind of crap all over it. And yeah. Right. Which makes me wonder where his original counterpart is. If something maybe happened to her. Right. That made him, you know, a little bit surly and want to wear a mask and, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But inside the cake was a horseshoe. Yes. And man, when he gets that horseshoe, he He's happy. I don't know, man. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's horseshoe. And he starts to dig through the stone floor with the horseshoe. Like what what is that gonna do? It's like we're watching the man in the iron mask. Mm -hmm, Like we've been digging for years the wrong direction. Dope. Yeah. So what do you think the horseshoe when is? you live in a world where a horseshoe is your best digging utensil. <laughs> um, Andy Dufresne with his rock hammer. There are trees there. Mm-hmm. And if I learned anything from playing Minecraft, you can make shovels out of trees. That's right. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to make a shovel out of gold. It would be useless. Exactly. Useless. Diamond. Or attach it to wood. Make a yeah. real shovel. There you go. There you go. So what do we think yeah, the horseshoe know. is? Maybe. Because the horseshoe showed up earlier. Seal, Seal reminded me of this. Yeah. There, there was, was one point where one of the clones handed him a horseshoe, and Adrian was like, no, it's not time for that yet. Hmm. So what does the horseshoe mean? The horseshoe, I don't know. I think it's some kind of key. Luck? <laughs> yeah. Luck? Maybe he's going to go pitch horseshoes? Sure. With Dr. Manhattan in some weird afterlife? Maybe. Maybe he's going to be. I'm not sure. A stable Honestly, and hanging up over the tack room door. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. By Honestly, the time what? I got to this part of the episode, uh, my mind was so fucked up. Oh, for from, sure. Like all these different timelines. I was for sure. Like, yeah, you oh, don't know. You don't know oh, what's cool. coming or going, and so <laughs> crazy man with a horseshoe. Okay. Really yeah. cool. All right. I'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Glad I watched this. I needed a week to digest this before. Go I home, watch it. You're tonight. drunk. Right. You're drunk like watching really Yes. Intense. Yeah. So it was a crazy episode. It was a good one. It was a beautiful episode. Oh, it, was. it was. It was it was some it was very uh, clever storytelling. It was. And the themes the greater themes that we're learning from this series and that we're actually having to think about, I'm really appreciating. Because yeah. like I've said before, I love mindless TV to a point, but every now and then you want to watch a show that's provocative. Oh, sure. You want to watch a show that makes you think and makes you think about your worldview and what you believe and question, yeah. you know, just basic thoughts that seem so absurd to think about. Dr. Mm-hmm. Manhattan points out and you're like, you know what? He has got a great point. Yeah. You know what? Sure. That is absolutely true. And to think about that kind of stuff, um, it's a good reminder to, yeah. 
you know, to take, take the time to think about the greater things and the more deep thoughts that we should, and themes that we should be focused on, like love, like relationships. Sure. You know, they're important. Yeah. And we just kind of take them for granted sometimes in Dr. Manhattan. Certainly he did not. No, he didn't. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't a show I ever go into like, uh, lighthearted oh. or not focusing. You know, there's some shows yeah. out there you can watch and not completely focus on, but yeah. this is no, one this that I feel really... like you would often miss things really yeah. easily yeah, if definitely. you weren't all in and focusing and paying attention and, and right. you know, applying what you're seeing in the moment to things that have already happened. So, yeah. And yeah, I'm interested. It's, I'm it's really, really great. I'm excited to see the season finale for them to tie up the show. And I have a mm-hmm. lot of faith based off of their storytelling so far that they're going to do a good ending for the show. Mm-hmm. HBO, sure. yeah. I think his, uh, has used up all of their credit they have for bad endings. They can't do it again. <laughs> no. So, Are they doing an extended episode? I don't know, honestly. I'm wondering about I that because they got a lot to tie up in one episode. I haven't seen, so I would assume so, but I don't know. Yeah. Don't well, know. we will see next week. We will. Next week. Yeah. We hope that y'all stick see with us. See how they fly. So any other points that we wanted to make about this episode before we wrap this up? Mm, I think I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. It was uh it was wild but really entertaining. Definitely. Really great. And it I think it itched a lot of a lot of a lot of story tickles we had yeah, early it sure on. Did. With, uh, I got I get Dark the tingles. Manhattan. Story tickles, I like that. It's like story I'm watching tickles. an ASMR video, you know? <laughs> I got the tingles. So if you don't follow us on social media, we would really appreciate you doing that. And you can follow our network at recap FM, no dot at recap FM. You can follow us individually. I'm at real JD Lee. I'm at Jason M underscore FM. I am at seal Adams and that's S E A L E A D A M S. And always please check out our website, recap.fm. It's got all of our current podcasts that are running all of our back uh, episodes from shows that are over our mid season hiatus. You can check all those out at recap.fm. While you're there, click on the large red button, says subscribe, and you'll be subscribed to our newsletter where we'll send you bi-weekly issues with original content, information about giveaways, information about the episodes that we're doing or that we've done in the past. We think you'll find it useful if you're a fan of podcasts and a fan of television like we are. So thank you so much for sticking with us through yes. this series. Eight episodes, one left to go. They have a lot to wrap up. The final we're, countdown. Dude, we're excited to see what's going to happen. Indeed. We, we hope that you're excited too, and we hope that you'll come back next week. Until then, farewell. Not a bar, a bar. Not yeah. babar, a bar. I thought that was clever. That is clever because he did walk into a bar, but Angela's last name is a bar. So it's like, whoa, play on words. I like it. Exactly. I'm not a big fan of puns, but I am a big fan of double meaning because a lot of things I say 
have double meaning. <laughs> the double entendre. You know, you know this about me. I know. It's part of how I get through my monotonous day is knowing that I mean something other than what I'm saying. When I say sure. fish sticks, what I really mean is I hate you. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. something along those lines. You've been saying fish sticks a lot. <laughs> yeah, fish sticks, fish sticks, fiddle sticks. I'm wondering why you were talking about fish sticks so much? Because <laughs> yeah, they're delicious. No, I actually hate fish and sticks. I hate you. I I can't stand fish sticks at all. Oh man, the Gordon's <clears throat> fisherman? No, no. You can't handle it, huh? 